Ladies, this is the episode you have been waiting for. Today, I am going to teach you how to train your man. What's up, guys? My name is Jacqueline, and I am your host. I am a full-time mental health therapist, online anxiety coach, and founder of Team Therapeutic Fitness. I swear like a sailor, rarely use my filter, and I'm committed to sharing with you all the things they probably should have taught us in school. Today's episode, we are diving in to a super juicy topic. This is all about how to train your husbands, your partners, your mans. To do exactly what you want. Are you ready? Let's do it. Do I have you on the edge of your seat yet? I sure hope so because this is going to be fucking gold. This is going to change everything in your relationship. Like no more petty fights, no more asking him. No, no, not even asking. No more nagging. Oh my gosh, what a what an idea to live in peace and harmony with your significant other. Sounds too good to be true? It's not. And I am so excited to be bringing you the best information on how to train your hubby. Are you ready for it? Here it is. Your significant other is not a fucking dog, so stop treating them like one. Mic drop. Your relationship is not dependent on you being able to train your spouse to be better. That's fucking twisted. Think about that. I love you, but I need to tweak some things. I love you, but we're really going to have to work at this. Stop saying but. Love them. You have it all backwards. So we're going to dig into that today. I hooked you into thinking (laughs) I was going to give you some magical tips and tricks on how to train your hubby. Nana, I'm not going to get you thinking that you can do that. Instead, I want to share with you how to have an amazing relationship with your partner. I feel like I need to put extra emphasis on the word partner because I really don't think that people are letting that sink in enough. You're very one-sided in your thinking about your relationship. Have you noticed that? If he was just better, if he would just do things like this, if he, if he, if he. Girlfriend, I got to ask you, when was the last time you did a little self-reflection on how you are interacting in this relationship, how you are contributing to this relationship? The last time I checked, it took two. It takes two people to be in a relationship. And I don't think you're focusing on the right areas. If your relationship is lacking in something, you guys are struggling, you're going through hard times, great. We all do. 
And I want to normalize that. And I want to validate that relationships are so fucking hard. But I'm also going to hold you hella accountable and remind you that you play a role in that. And the moment you start blaming and thinking, you know, if he did this better, if he paid more attention to me, if he would just pick up after himself, I'm sorry, one, how long have you been in a relationship to not know that those are his mannerisms, that's how he behaves, and yet you still fell in love with him? So what was different month one versus year 10, right? Like, let's just get real about that, that people aren't going to (laughs) like... You kind of learn how to coexist, but that doesn't just like magically change when you get married or when you move in together or whatever, like their mannerisms make them who they are and are probably the reason that you fell in love with them in the first place. So let's get rid of this idea real quick that your partner is a project. They don't need you to fix them. If they got work to do, that's on them. That is not your responsibility. So let's talk about what is our job as a partner. It really irks me that we even have to fucking talk about this. That I feel like I have to redefine for you what a partnership is. Because somewhere along the way, you got it twisted. (laughs) Maybe you read too many fairy tales, watched too many movies... Sister, put the rom-coms down. (laughs) This ain't going to be like that, okay? Turn off the TV. Put the Nicholas Sparks books away. Okay, this isn't that. Turn off the reality TV. I'm so over that. Turn off The Bachelor. Turn off Real Housewives of Atlanta. I don't want you watching that stuff. Because you know what it does? Oh my gosh. Look at them. They are on a date under the Eiffel Tower. A table for two with candles and flowers. And a fucking film crew because it's not real. I'm I'm very passionate about you guys not (laughs) succumbing to the urges to follow these made up relationships oh but you know he really they really do find love they are so in love oh my gosh you don't like no Jacqueline I think you need to give the show another chance no you will not convince me and here's why anybody put in that situation where everything around you is made to be nearly perfect. So romantic. And then let me film it. Let me put you on national TV and tell me you're not going to fall in love with somebody. (laughs) Yikes. Except the problem is this. It's not love. It's lust. And that's why it doesn't work out. And that's why I don't want you watching it. Because you sit there and you compare your life to that. Why don't you ask me, basically out on a date every other night at, with cocktails and roses? Yikes. Uh, 
What are you trying to do to yourself? So I need you to get rid of all of that. Remove those things from your world. I love a good TV show. Probably more than the next person. But I need you to be more mindful of what you're consuming. Because there is a point, whether it's brought to the surface or totally subconscious, that you're going to start longing for that. That kind of glitz and glam and attention from your mans. And when the day comes that you're sitting on the couch watching The Bachelor and your mans walks in the door. (laughs) He's like, I'm home. Did you make anything for dinner? And then he takes his dirty socks off and throws them in the living room and proceeds to complain about his day. And you're like, you know... This is not what I had in mind for how our night was going to (laughs) be. Let's talk about expectations versus reality. Right? If you haven't listened to that episode, go check it out after this. Expectations are the thief of joy. Watching shit like that, consuming that is going to kill your joy. It's going to make... The little things in your relationship less meaningful because you're going to compare it to that. That unrealistic expectation. So I need you to be careful. You have to be all kinds of grounded and so confident and sure of your relationship to be able to consume that stuff. And even then, man, can we boycott it? I'm just really not about it. Okay. Next point. If you are in a committed, loving relationship that you plan to be in forever, it's healthy, there is a ton of love there, but you still struggle, I'm talking to you. I'm not talking to the people who are in an unhealthy, toxic, abusive, negative relationship. That's a totally different area and we're not even going to go there. But if your relationship is important to you and it's worth working on every day, then this is for you. Relationships are hard. And it takes work daily. It's an investment in you and this other person. If you buy a brand new car, you take it to the car wash a lot, especially if you live in Minnesota where they salt the roads six months of the year. <laughs> you take it to the car wash, you get it detailed, you pay a lot of attention to it. It's new, it's exciting, but that wears off. You've had the car six months, a year. You don't go to the car wash as often. You haven't got it detailed in Lord knows when. There's some Cheerios spilled in the back seat that have been there for at least three months. And you haven't got a new air freshener since last October. Okay? Your relationship is the same thing. It's new. It's exciting. It's fun. Maybe you're in that right now. It's called the honeymoon phase. Everything is awesome. 
you're not you don't get on each other's nerves because you just love each other too much you laugh a lot everyone's talking about how cute you guys are together it's so much fun but it fades and you stop dating your partner you forget to invest time because you start taking it for granted that they're just always going to be there. We love each other. This is just the way it is now. But who said so? Who said that that was the way it had to be now? Who said you have to stop flirting and being romantic and dating the person that you love? Nobody. But society leads us to believe that that's just what happens. As you get older, you just kind of settle in. You just don't take as much time anymore because you don't have to. You're in a secure, loving relationship. But that's where society is wrong. And I'm here to tell you that you can never stop that honeymoon phase. (laughs) You have to do whatever you have to do to keep it alive. Things change. You go through periods of you get engaged, you move in together, you get married, you start a family, you buy a house, you have bills and debt. The stressors increase. And with that, I need you to be increasing the positive experiences. We have to be in balance at all times. The more stress that's added to our relationship with life events, new cars, homes, children, new jobs, moving, loss, the more positive things we have to contribute to our relationship, time, love, affection, words. If you haven't yet, I need you to Google after this. You're going to, you're going to listen to expectations are the thief of joy. And then you're going to take the love language assessment online. Google it. It's very popular. It's free. You and your partner are going to do that. You'll thank me later. And I'm going to leave you today with this. When your relationship is struggling, you're going through hard times, naturally, You're going to look for someone to blame. And I need you to be on the lookout for this. But more importantly, I need you to be able to look inward. Before you ever make a passive-aggressive comment, yell, scream, swear, get upset with your partner... I need you to do a very quick check-in. takes two seconds. You're going to say it in your head. And you're just going to say, what's going on with me? What's going on with me right now in this moment that I feel like I need to belittle, degrade, yell at, take out these feelings on this person who I love so much Who you love so much that you are agreeing to spend the rest of your life with this person. Maybe you have already agreed. Maybe you're already married. 
Maybe you're engaged. Maybe you're newly dating. What is going on with me? Anytime over the past six months when I felt upset with Derek and I want to lash out, I want to say, oh, I want to make that snide comment. <sighs> what is going on with me? Shit, turns out I had a terrible day at work. Shit, turns out I need some time alone. Shit, it turns out I'm hangry. <laughs> That's a pretty common one in my household. It takes two seconds. But it will change the entire course of your relationship. I want to lash out. I want to be mad. I want to get upset with them. What is going on with me? If you do that, if you start implementing that, I promise your conflict will go down and your satisfaction with your relationship, oh my gosh, it'll be sky high. I promise you. But until you realize that sometimes you are the problem, and I'm not afraid to tell you that, because a lot of the times I'm the problem, and I know that you are too, that won't change because you still think your partner is a dog that you can train. You just haven't trained him well enough yet. You got to change that mindset right now. You can only lead by example. Have you ever noticed that I want you to test this out I use it with my teenage clients when they're really upset yelling at me and they're calling me a fucking bitch and I hate you get the fuck away from me and then I just start whispering okay I hear you I'm gonna be right here if you need me not only does it freak them the fuck out a little bit but you can't keep yelling at someone who is whispering at you It's so uncomfortable. They don't know what to do with it. So naturally, their voice will come down. They'll start to relax before they even know that they're doing it. You have to be the change. You have to model healthy communication and what you want in this relationship. It's not a training issue. It's probably a you issue. They need to see how it's done. Oh, we're not going to yell and curse at each other anymore? Oh, we're just going to be open and honest about how we're feeling and if we had a shit day and need to be alone? Oh, we're not going to make snide, rude, passive-aggressive comments at each other anymore? Well, damn. Okay. You have to start it. Because after listening to this episode, (laughs) you have an advantage. You know more than they do. And you can tell them about this episode. You can tell them, I'm going to start trying something new. When I get home, and I I thought that you were going to unload the dishwasher, but I see that the kitchen is still a mess and I'm going to have to do it. I'm going to say, what's going on with me? Rather than waiting for you to get home, stewing in my anger, and then 
jumping down your throat the second you walk in the door because you didn't unload the dishwasher. I'm going to check in with me first. And I think that that'll help our relationship a lot. Boom. You just open the door. Or don't even tell him. And just start doing it. And watch how your relationship changes. My goodness, ladies. What you're doing isn't working. So give it up already. He doesn't like when you nag at him. He's not just saying he doesn't like it. He actually does not fucking like it. Okay? (laughs) It's not a joke. He really doesn't like it. You don't like it either. You don't like to be the nag. So stop doing it. And I've just given you the tools. So now you have no excuse to keep doing it. Now you can stop. I'm giving you permission to release the old ways. The this is just how it's always been ways. It's time to step into something new and start healing your relationship. I know your relationship can be a sensitive topic and taking feedback isn't always the easiest. But I will guarantee that the second you start implementing these things, Your whole life is going to change. Don't you want that? Isn't that why you're listening to this? Because you want to feel happier. You want to release some of your anxiety. Well, some of that is a little uncomfortable. So I need to know, are you willing to get uncomfortable? If you are, I need you right now to declare it. I need you to take a screenshot of this episode and upload it to your favorite social media platform and tag me at the anxious therapist over on Insta so I can see your declaration and everyone's going to think you just learned how to train your husband. (laughs) I can't wait to catch you guys in the next episode.